Hello and welcome back to The Moments That Made Me. Before we kick off with this week's incredible episode, I just wanted to let you all know that my first book, Manifest, Seven Steps to Living Your Best Life, is available to pre-order now. I am beyond excited and proud and just over the moon and I cannot wait for you guys to get your hands on it. It will be released on the 6th of January 2022 and it will teach you absolutely everything you need to know to manifest literally anything that you want into your life. It is a self-development book, a self-help book, an empowerment book, and of course, a guide to manifesting. So you can pre-order from Amazon or Waterstones or Audible from now. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Moments That Made Me with me, your host, Roxy Nafusi. This week, I have such a special guest, the incredible Amber Davies. Amber is an actress, television personality and winner of 2017's Love Island. We became Instagram friends over lockdown and I've got to say that Amber is quite possibly the sweetest, kindest person I've ever come across. I am beyond excited and honored to have her in the studio with me here today to her three defining moments. I love her. Oh, I literally feel emotional. That was so sweet. I can't believe we're actually here in real life. I know. I know. I feel like I know you so well. Like when I when I gave you a hug then, I just feel like I've known you forever. Oh, I love that. And how have you been? How have I been? Do you know what? Lockdown was tough. Mm. And the more lockdowns we were getting into, the tougher it was getting. But I just feel like for me now, there's there's light at the end of the tunnel. So yeah. I, I feel like I'm getting my mojo back. Yeah, with, yeah. Which is, is good. So I know that you've listened to the podcast before. So you know that we dive straight in yes. to the first defining moment. I think... My biggest defining moment was, it's a difficult one because 
I do genuinely think it was when I got thrown into the media, mm. right? And I realised who who I was and what I stand for and, and what I wanted out of life. Because when I was little, my dad always used to say to me, you know, you're going to be famous. You're going to be famous. Really? Yes. He honestly, he he... It was like it was ingrained in me from a young age, and I manifested it 100%. from a young age, right? So, and then when it happened, he said, I don't know how you're going to do it, but you're going to do it. And when I, when it happened in the way that I never thought it was going to, it was the moment of, I don't want to leave what I've trained my whole life to do behind. So I was, I was training the musical theatre, Right. So that was my biggest one of my moments in life where I thought, I know what I want and I know what I want to do now. It was that huge transition in my life from going from nobody, a little young girl in Wales, into the public eye. That made me think, I want to be on stage. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna be a musical theatre artist. I want to. The the reality life for me wasn't for me. Yeah, I, and. And that was a huge moment for me in my life where I was like, I knew what I wanted. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so weird because you think when you ask young kids, what do you want to be when you're older? Famous. I want to be famous. But it's not, it's not what you think. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm really fascinated, I think, generally by the idea of fame and what happens mm. mentally and emotionally. And I think, because how old were you when you went into Love Island? I won Love Island at the age of 20. So you were like really young, like still yeah. figuring yourself out. Uh, for sure. To be suddenly in the media. And it, I mean, it was one of the most of not the most watched shows. Yeah. So how did you mentally, like, could you mentally prepare for it? And what actually was the experience like when you got out? I didn't mentally prepare for it because I had no idea how big it was going to be. And I'm telling you now, I didn't think I was going to win it. And I didn't go in there to win it. Yeah. I win it to have an experience and literally to find love. I was so heartbroken at the time. Yeah. Um, and when I came out, I got thrown into it and I was, my life was moving at 100 miles per hour pace mm. and it didn't actually register until about three years later what had actually happened. Really? It was, it was like a knock-on effect right. of, I think, do you know what the most difficult part is? When you come out of Love Island, especially mm. when you win it, you're the top dog, you're the main girl, right? And... When everyone starts going in after you, you 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 come off your pedestal. Yeah. Right. So it's it's in that moment you're trying to keep your head above water. Right. And and I think that's when all the emotion comes, mm. and, and and that's when it. I thought, you know, when I look back, Roxy, and I think, flipping hell, everything I've experienced in life already. I'm I'm 24 years old. Mm. Right. And I just think I've experienced so much. And yet in lockdown, I was the saddest I've ever, ever been in my life. And I think that was because I was processing everything. I was mm. processing absolutely everything that had happened. Mm. Um, and all I wish I'd done differently was that I had been, I'd had therapy as soon as I came out or mm. six months after I came out because I think I'd be, I would have handled things yeah. so differently 
so when I when I you know had a bit of a weird turn in lockdown I did start getting therapy mm. and I did start talking about the transition that happened in my life and mm. that's all you need you just need to talk about it. Yeah. Instead of, I'm such the type of person who puts things under the carpet. And my mum mm. said to me, she's a mental health nurse, my mum. Really? Yeah. God, I love that. And she said, have you ever sat down and talked about the last four years of your life with somebody? And I said, no. And she said, you need to go back from start to finish on how you felt, at what time, and yeah. unravel it all. Like... You know, you haven't been through a normal experience. Yeah. So when I, when I tell you my life has been up and down, up and down like a yo-yo since I've come out, it really has. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, it was an amazing experience. Yeah, yeah. It changed my life, all of that. But emotionally, it hit me later on. Yeah. But you're sure. running on so much adrenaline mm. and these constant highs and everything, I guess, is new. And in the beginning, mm. when things are new, it's so exciting. So there's, you know, a new show or a new magazine thing or a yeah. new mention or a new... Do you know what I mean? And all those things are exciting and validating. Yeah. But the thing is, is that I, I knew I didn't want to do another reality show after it. Mm. Because that isn't me, Roxy. Mm. I'm not... I... I haven't got the biggest personality. In a line of people off reality TV, I haven't got the biggest personality. And I'd trained so hard. I moved to London at 16 to train in musical theatre. Like, I dedicated my whole life to it. I, I knew... I knew that is what I wanted to get into. Mm. I knew it, but I just didn't think I was going to because I thought, I've got this huge stamp on me. I've got this huge stamp on, right. on, on my name. But luckily, someone gave me a golden ticket and said, look, that's when I did nine to five. And, they, and yeah. they said, this is your opportunity. And I thought, perfect. Like, this is it. This That was the turning point oh, for me. Yeah. Oh, my God. I've got goosebumps. <laughs> because you manifested it. I Ever did. since your dad told you, you yeah. know, when you were young. My dad said to me, when I was younger, you're going to be famous. He said, I don't know how you're going to do it, but you're going to do it. So in my head, since I was not, I'm not joking, seven years old, I knew, I knew. I, was, I love it. And he said to me, I don't know how you're going to do it. I thought, oh, I'm going to be a huge West End star, you know, that's all I'm, and then next thing, I'm on Love Island. <laughs> but you know what? There's a million ways to get to the same point. And mm. it doesn't matter in the end, if you have this clear vision in your mind, you can take multiple different paths to get there. I know. I just didn't think it would be that path. Well, but here we are. And here I am. And here we are. I'm so glad glad it did like a full circle yeah. though, because there is there is no better feeling than being on stage. And I think that's why I suffered in lockdown so much mm. is because I am at my happiest when I'm at work and I know in the industry that I'm in, I'm not going to be working 24-7. So yeah. that break, and that's why I reached out to you. That's why I started looking at your stuff and, and watching your stuff, reading your stuff because and listening because I wanted to be okay mm. uh, like when I was not doing anything. Yeah. Do you know what I want? I wanted oh, to be yeah. okay when I was in still. Yeah. And that was really difficult because I've been 100 miles an hour for so many years. Yeah, yeah. When it all came to just like this silence, I was like, <gasps> you know, I don't know who I am. Yeah. I don't know who I am. I need to I need to be working. Yeah. Um 
And that's when I just started to get into all of this, which I'm so happy I did. I love it. You know, I think it's really interesting because I think, especially in roles or in careers that are creative, so, but especially for people that act or Mm. that are on stage and you have these huge bursts of work, Mm. which is all consuming. And then you have periods of nothingness, it seems, just like this sudden quiet. And actually, I think, I mean, I know a lot of actors and Wade, my baby daddy, is an actor. And I see it like it takes a lot of inner work to be mm. able to be okay in those times. Yeah. And so I think it's incredible that you had lockdown in a way to force yourself into that self-development. Yeah. And I had to rewire my brain to think, you know, only because you're not working right now doesn't mean you're not successful. You're not talented. These were the thoughts that were going through Mm. my head. And it wasn't like I... The whole world went into lockdown. You know, it wasn't... (laughs) I I, I was, like, playing victim when everyone was going through it. But in some way, I totally agree. I totally agree that I was forced into that situation and it shook me mm. and it made and it and it I had to go and do some work yeah and now I feel like I've come out of it 10 times stronger and I've discovered a whole load of just ways that I can become happier and mm. be happier from day to day in day to day life I love that and I don't think I ever ever would have done that no I, if I hadn't have got to that low moment I don't think I ever would have gone and you know worked on myself mm. like that so yeah like everything does actually really you know happen for a reason it I does guess. so Amber what was your second defining moment my second defining moment probably for me when I took that first bow mm. in on, on stage, oh. it was a huge, it was like I did it. Mm. You know, I, I really did it. I worked so hard. I took such a different turn in, in the, my road, in my path, mm. but I still got to where I... I know I I should be mm. because I've I'm t- I am talented and I worked hard mm. and my family, you know, sacrificed so much. I don't know why I'm getting upset. It's the weirdest thing because it's, it's it's uh yeah it it was just a, a huge moment for me I think as well because I had all the odds against me mm. that you know she's uh, talentless mm. or I'm, I want to really want to go and see that show because there's a reality star doing it. Mm. And um, every night I took that bow, there was a moment, no, that, that, the press night when I took that first bow and Dolly Parton was in the audience. Stop. Okay, yeah. I took the bow and I just thought to myself, oh, I've, I've, it's, this is the start, this is the start. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, oh God, I had a, oh. I had a, a letter come through the door, right? And it was like all really important and Dolly had written me a letter no yeah what did she say (laughs) she just said congratulations on the opening night and that how Jane because I was playing the role of that Jane Fonda played in nine to five the movie that was the role that I had originated on the West End oh my god she said I'm sure Jane Fonda would be so proud I know I know. And I just thought, well, I really have done it now. I peaked in life. 
Oh, how inspiring. You know, I think it is. I think it, I can see why it's emotional to talk about. Because yeah. I think when you've worked really hard for something, it's yeah. like, it's a moment that kind of, it's like all my passion, my drive, the year, you know, the years and the hours spent, like really putting yeah. your soul into something. And then to have those moments where you just think, yeah. this is what it's for, that is of course that's emotional there's so mm. much pride and yeah like oh I did it <laughs> I know and that that's what I mean by when like I had a, a moment when I was in the reality world which I ex- described as my first defining moment was when I made that was the decision that I made and I said this is the route I want to go down mm. you know what I mean yeah um and I did everything that I could to get there and then, so yeah, when I took that first bow, yeah, that was like a special, special moment. Oh, and you just felt like you knew that that was what you were meant to be doing. It yeah. felt like home. Yeah, 100%. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And have you, what have you, did you, were you just recording a show, weren't you? Oh, yeah. So, well, that's another thing, because when you do a West End show, eight shows a week, you know, you don't have no time you know to be thinking of any other projects or anything like that um I one of my goals in 2021 was to get into tv acting right which has always been on my list but I think I think I still need a few more years to kind of get into my foot into the west end yeah before I kind of can take that lead in the tv world but I said to my agent, I said, no, I really, really want to use this opportunity, mm. this time, to get myself on telly and show people what I can do. And I'm not joking, Roxy, I did hundreds of self-tapes. They said, okay, let's do it. You know, let's let's see what we can do. Hundreds of self-tapes. Yeah. And I was, it was no, 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 you know, maybe... They weren't looking for like a cameo-ish role and yeah. web and and I had a few other opportunities and I was getting down to like the last girl and and it, and I wasn't getting it you yeah, know things yeah, like yeah. that and then almost never on BBC iPlayer and CBBC yeah uh, came up and I thought right I'm going to tape for this and I got it were you uh, so happy because the thing is with me is that if I've got something in my brain. I will make sure it happens. I love that. I don't know how. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. And yeah. I wanted to experience it. Yeah. And I, I love throwing myself out of my comfort zone. Yeah. That's, that's what I love to do. Yeah. Um, and I'm not joking. On my first, so I was working with Aston Merigold and like Kimberly Wire. Yeah. You know, they. I was joining season three, so right. it, it was already like formed cast which I was terrified of going into because I thought they were all going to be like quite clicky and they were not they were so welcoming but I have never been so terrified than when I filmed on that first day because it's completely different yeah you've got these cameras in your faces and I was just second guessing everything that I was doing every facial expression every and it's not like you have five takes to get it right. right and then it's like okay let's move on to the next scene yeah and I was out there overall for like two and a half months in Belfast because that's where we filmed it by the end 
I really got comfortable and I was loving it. But those first few days of of filming, I was just petrified. And I think I had to... Another thing, the makeup artist put me in barely no makeup and I felt really vulnerable in front of that camera. Oh, bless yeah. you. Yeah. Well, that is quite... Cool. Most, I mean, most women listening to this would yeah. be able to relate to that. Yeah, you know. I, they put me in barely no makeup and... And I just thought to myself, get rid of your ego right yes. now. Just, you're not Amber. You're playing the character Jess. Yeah. Like, stop stop thinking about yourself so much. Oh, I love that. Yeah, think about who's employed you and the cast around mm-hmm. you. It's like, this isn't a one-woman show. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You're playing a supporting role. <laughs> so funny but the attention to detail and the the different life compared to theatre was just like mind-blowing but I really found like my love for it and I, oh. I definitely think like future plans will be I'm not perfect as well like I would thought to myself I need some on-screen acting lessons, you know, things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Just don't think you can ever, in life, in general, you can never stop learning. Can no, you? never. Um, so yeah, it's a bit of a wake-up call that I, that is one route I definitely want to explore. I have no doubt you will <laughs> do it all, Amber. <laughs> I'm hoping so. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, a brand new podcast bringing together people's real ghost, extraterrestrial and paranormal stories, as well as getting some inside details from those who study the supernatural. I'll be listening through your paranormal stories every week and try to understand them, as well as chatting about my own encounters with an occasional paranormal investigator too. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts from, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Acast. Just search for Paranormal Activity with Yvette Fielding. So, what is your third defining moment? My third defining moment would probably be... Do you know before... So, 
this this is a big moment in my life. Mm. I got offered Love Island, right, and mm. Hairspray the musical at the same time. No the way. same day. No Yeah. I got way. offered my first professional musical theatre job and Love Island on the same day. <gasps> and I, I turned down Love Island at the start. I said, no, I don't want to do it. And I took Hairspray. And I had a moment on the phone with my dad and, and he said... Uh, you really think about this, really, really think about this. And and I completely just flipped my decision because I thought life starts at the end of your comfort zone. Take the take the risk, take the risk. That was a huge moment in my life. Oh, oh my gosh, that is insane. Yeah. So you really had this like sliding doors moment. Yeah. That could have gone... Either way. Well, your life could have been completely different. Completely different. If I... If I'd have... Just the thing is, is it's not me to play safe. Yeah, but I, I did think, God, don't be silly. Like you know, my mum said to me, Amber, you could be on and off that island in a week, and you've just you're going to throw away this opportunity. You know. Yeah. It's good. And so that's that's why I just thought, no. In my gut, I knew. I needed to do Love Island. I don't know what it was. You're like a natural manifester. Do you think? Yeah, stepping out of your comfort zone, I, trusting your intuition, we, being clear in your goal. Yeah. I yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I just couldn't believe that it was on the same day. I mean, it's not a coincidence. Do you not think? No, of course not. I really think that in life we get these moments of serendipity or coat of. Things that will say, oh, that's such a strange coincidence. I can't believe that happened. But actually, mm. to me, those are all little signs to you that the universe is working its magic. I know. It's, it's showing you that it's like, mm. it's p- more powerful than us. Oh, yeah, I know. You know? Do you know what I've just realised? That my three defining moments are all to do with my career. Mm. Isn't that interesting? Well, I'm going to ask you a bit about your own self-development journey now. Okay. Because... Mm. I think what's really interesting is that you've said that in lockdown was one of the kind of hardest Mm. times that you had. And I think it's really important to talk about these things and explore Mm. them. And also, you know, having spoken to you online and stuff and in our voice notes, I know that you've been on a really incredible journey. And I was wondering if you just share a little bit about that journey with us. It's been tough. It has been tough. Mm. Listen, when I came out of the villa... So I have, you know, I've always, in school, for example, let's Mm. start from there, I was always very popular, always very popular in school, you know. I I was the type of person that was very street smart, book smart, but I'd Mm. only do what I had to do Mm. to, you know. My goal was, get me down to London, get me down to London, I I want to move to London. And then i was so well behaved in my three years of training you know did love island came out and i definitely think the naivety in me the youthful side of me i got lost in the party world Mm. and i and and i think maybe you know now that i'm a little bit older and i have done some self-development work i see that as i was clearly you know, hiding away from from emotion, mm. and I was masking things up because mm. I was just party, party, party. I didn't care about anything. Mm. I really, really didn't. Mm. And then in that moment, you know, when I thought to myself, "I'm literally throwing my career away," 
I'm literally throwing my career away here just from partying and like, you know, socializing with people who I'd like seen on Instagram mm. when I was younger and I felt so cool. Yeah. You know, in that moment where I like thought, no, I really want to make a career here. Mm. That year in the West End was a life changing moment for me because mm. it really got me on straight and narrow. Yeah. It really, really did. It made me, you know, I was in a routine. I was working really, really hard. Um, and I was super, super focused. Mm. And then, do you know what's always been an issue in my life? Mm. Men. Mm. Always. It's always, it can impinge sometimes on my work. Right. And things like that. Mm. Because... For quite a long time, I felt like I couldn't have a career and a boyfriend at the same time. Right. Because it was either 100% my career or if if I was if my mind and my thoughts were split into two places, like one was kind of being forgotten about. Yeah. Um, and that's why, and, and heartbreak and all that, it would eat me alive. Mm. It would literally, and it would affect my life so, so much. Yeah. And that's another thing about lockdown was I did it alone mm. and I def I needed that. I think I've just, I love love. Yeah. I love love so much. And I either wasn't happy, if, if I was single, I wasn't happy. Yeah. Um, and so then my life didn't feel complete, even though I was thriving in my own industry. Yeah. So then, you know, when I was jobless... <laughs> And boyfriendless in lockdown. <laughs> I just think, like I keep referring, it just was, that was a big moment for me. Mm. And, I, yeah, I just, it was, like I said, I, I, when I think back of what I've achieved in my life, I felt so guilty for feeling so sad. Mm. Like, I felt so guilty. I thought... People would dream, like, I've got my own home at the age of 23. Mm. I've won Love Island, you know, I've been... I just thought, what is wrong with you? Mm. Like, what is wrong with you? And I couldn't figure it out. Mm. So then I started reading, you know, like, I'm following Jay Shetty, mm. you, um, like, Joe Dispenza, like, all of, all of that world I started to just tap into because yeah. I know I do naturally have it in me mm. and then I've I had a life coach therapist and all these bits are, have helped me yeah so much I love that yeah and then I did um before I went to film for almost never I did like the 15 day water immersion challenge and oh I saw that on your Instagram yeah like the it, water therapy yeah. um although I haven't gone back to it it was amazing yeah just mentally yeah, yeah, as yeah. in to get up and do it every single morning and the the feeling afterwards and just to have I think I really dis as I'm getting older I'm really discovering you know how to silence my brain Mm. And um, and that 15-day challenge definitely helped me with that because my brain is so noisy. <laughs> it is so noisy, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely about understanding how... I guess that firstly that we have the power to choose what thoughts we attach to. Yes. And what we give meaning to. Yeah. Um, 
and every opportunity we can to just reframe, yeah. to choose a more loving version of thinking, yeah. of behaving, of acting. And a huge shout out to your webinars. Oh, thank you. Because honestly, <laughs> I, I followed you. No, I listened to one of your podcasts. And then I kind of went on your Instagram and saw you did webinars. And I just thought, you're just a superwoman. <laughs> So sweet. So, like, you literally, like, were one of the... You got me out of, like, a real dark place in lockdown. Oh, Yeah. Honestly, honestly. It it was... You are amazing. You you are... Well, thank you. And I think, honestly, but it's so amazing to hear. And But my job, really, is only to guide people back to their own inner power. Mm. And I think all credit to you for being in a place that was really challenging. I mean, like you said, you had, at that point you were single, which for you is really triggering mm. and you had, you weren't working. And so for the first time probably ever, you're left totally exposed yeah. just with yourself. Um, and that is for a lot of people that can send you to rock bottom um so I feel to like have the power to build back up is incredible yeah it was just about like changing my beliefs mm. bottom line a lot of you're not good enough you mm. know you're not going to be successful <laughs> and everyone else is better than you mm. and you're just going to be left behind all these oh, thoughts running through my brain I just thought Amber there is not one like moment in your life where you have the fact that you're not going to be successful yeah, yeah. you know I have no evidence in my life yeah yeah that is going to say you're not going to get to where you're going to get and also to kind of go I already am yeah <laughs> I already am yeah I, it's such a desire to be I'll be successful when I'm going to be happy when, when? it's like no I, I'm already it's already yeah. happened I think we just naturally though <laughs> We want to be better than yesterday. Yeah. That's in human nature, isn't it? Of course. But then it's understanding in what areas do we want to be better. Yeah. Can we be okay with just being a better person, yeah. a better version of yeah. ourselves, more self-loving? That's yeah. better. Exactly. Um, and just being, that's one thing, being present. Yeah. Being present and like, when I'm I, I've, like obviously or when I'm on my Instagram and I'm and I'm chatting to like my following I tell them like listen I am going through this as well but mm. I try and you know say my experience and everything like that but one of my biggest things that I try and tell everyone and I feel like it comes up when I'm when I'm chatting to people is that everyone's so worried about the future or thinking about the past. Mm. We just forget about this moment. 100%. And I just feel like that is so sad. Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, it is. It's the biggest kind of, you know, mindfulness and this ability to just be in the moment mm. is the most enriching, it's kind of the best way we can enrich our lives mm. and feel fulfilled. And I always tell people, even if you're, if you're always, if your focus is always split, you're not really living a full life yeah. because you're never fully experiencing something. So yeah. even if 
like even if you're fucking doing your taxes be a hundred percent in it yeah like be in it yeah. be there like doing Do it. it where we're sat here like be here, be here which we are and you know when you know for me when i'm with my son it's like i've really had to learn just completely be there 100 get involved in play and fun and and it is it is life-changing in every Mm. way although i do think a lot of people are waking up Mm. i think a lot of people are waking up oh there's been a massive shift hasn't there Mm -hmm. like well because in lockdown no one could escape they couldn't escape with shopping or bars or parties or the office yeah they had to really look at their lives and decide am i happy Mm. like that's exactly yeah. it. So maybe everyone kind of went through. I think I think that was like a a universal shift, which is I just... do. And another thing is that my boyfriend currently, my current boyfriend, my current boyfriend, like, <laughs> like I've got a next one lined up. My future baby daddy, I mean, <laughs> he's into it all. So That's he so opened, helpful. Yeah, he opened my eyes a lot as well. That's amazing um, when both of you can explore mm, it and grow together yeah. individually, but at the same time. Yeah, don't I get me wrong that. as well. Like, he gets on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> but he's so amazing Aww. in an argument or anything like that because some of the things he comes out with, I just think, you're so intelligent and you're just Aww. so... He's just so like switched on and he's like maybe that's how you feel but bloody blood run i just think you're just on another planet i love it Aww. really awake really awake i love that yeah so amber i have 10 questions for you okay your f- most memorable book okay clarity and connection by young yeah. yeah. Yeah? Is that yeah, how you right. say his second name? Yeah. So me and my boyfriend went through like a, a real tough time and he said to me, read this book, Cam, read this book. And um and it was it like shifted our relationship completely. Oh, it was love like a life changer. It was like therapy in a book. Your favourite quote. You can't be overeducated or overdressed. Oh, fabulous. You can't in life. We learn, we, we learn every single day and you can just never be overdressed. Great one. Your most influential mentor. You. Stop. A hundred percent. Yeah. You, you, literally, when I discovered you, that's when it all shifted. <laughs> just suddenly crying here. <laughs> Fucking hell. Thank I literally you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to move on from that question. <laughs> and like, we're what? done. <laughs> um, your go-to feel-good film. It would have to be Pretty Woman or Notting Hill. Yeah. You know, those two have popped up so many times. Oh, have they? They are such good classic I think, I think feel-good film. What is it about Julia them? Roberts. Just, yeah. It's her. She just has, like, this yeah. comfort aura. And, like, if you're hungover or anything like that, not in hell, can't go wrong. Yeah, yeah, so true. A moment where you felt most proud? Probably interviewing Dolly Parton in Nashville. Did, what? Yeah. Did you interview her? Yeah. Babe, sure? I had my own show with her on ITVB. It was called Amber and Dolly. Shut the fuck up. What? Yeah, it was, like, I'm my so... journey from reality to the West End. It was on ITVB, and they f- ITV flew me out to Nashville. But were you shaking with nervousness? I couldn't breathe. <laughs> I literally have this tattoo that I got in Nashville. Stop. That's like... Because she must be, for you, 
It's Dolly Parton. That's for anyone. She's, but you know it's, I mean? if you're in musical theatre, especially, that's yeah. like fucking goals. I just think she knew my name and she knows my name and like that. Like I just, life made. And you say about peaked. And you were worried. You were worried about not being successful. <laughs> but I've Dolly Parton. I've peaked. <laughs> A song that cheers you up. Anything Spice Girls. Mm. Wannabe. Let's throw that out yeah. there. Or Spice Up Your Life. Yeah. Anything like that. Top tip for dealing with stress. Oof. Honestly, I'm a mummy's girl. So the first thing I do if I have any, like any type of stress is I just speak to my mum. And Aww. she absolutely, with just seeing her face on FaceTime... <sighs> Will calm me down. It's it's mental. Your parents sound so sweet. I love them. First three things you do when you wake up. Oh, well, it's my favorite time. Favorite moment of my day is mm. I go and get my baby Oreo. He's my mm. little puppy out of his cage, and it's Aww. that. Oh my god, and his tail wagging, <laughs> and it's the same every morning. It's like we haven't seen each other for years. It's like the best, cutest thing ever. <laughs> Adorable. Coffee, because I can't function mm. without it, unfortunately. Agreed. Although that's a real bad habit. Well, you know, people often say to me, Oh, you should give up coffee. I'm like, I've given up a lot. And, and I'm like, not I stop at coffee. I know. Nick keeps saying to me, my boyfriend keeps saying to me, and he's uh, stop drinking so much coffee. I just think it's the only humbleness I've got in my life right now. <laughs> the oat milk latte. And then check my diary. Yeah. See what's going on. See if I can have a lion or not. <laughs> <laughs> Your not guilty pleasure. Oh, do you know what? It's a, it's a cooking show. Do you know what? I can sit down for hours. Really? Master Chef, anything like that. It's 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 a comfort thing. Yeah. It's a comfort Is it thing. About food. Yeah, or watching, watching food. food. I love getting hungry like watching something and getting hungry and thinking I wonder if I could cook anything like that from the bits I've got in my fridge I've got like one apple in my fridge <laughs> <laughs> I can make this work I'll manifest it <laughs> one thing you'd like to achieve in the next year in the next year well I've got like I don't like to put pressure on myself with mm. with goals in five years I would say, like, be nominated for an Olivier Award. Yes, I love this. Or, I'm here for it. Or even just audition for a Broadway show. Not get the role, but even be in the room for yeah. an audition. You need to... No, we're going to get the role. The thing is, is that <laughs> in the next year, I wouldn't have come off my tour yet. Right. So, like, my next year's booked up, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I have no room for new dreams for this year. <laughs> Unless it's, like... You know, be proposed to by highly because he can't stand me. <laughs> okay. And the last question is: Who is the first person you call to share good news? Family member, mum or dad? Mum or dad? But you can have a joint. You can, you I, it, it's so funny because, like, when I call my dad and say, "You're right, dad, I got something to tell you," he's like, "What is it? What is it? What is it?" He always goes like, "Worst case scenario," <laughs> and I'm like, "No, no, 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 it's fine. I've just got." A, you know. <laughs> oh, Amber, thank you so much for being such an amazing guest. I literally was so excited to meet you, to oh. have you in, and it has just been nothing but pure joy. This was on my 2021 
list of things to do. So when you voice noted me, oh. I thought, yes, yes, yes. yes, yes I couldn't. You were hard. But I was like, I was like, I wonder if she'll want to be on the show. And I was really like, kind of tentative. I was like, I wonder. I was like, you know, and, and my classic. No worries if not. <laughs> That's my classic at the end of anything. No worries if not. Like, don't reject me. <laughs> uh, and you were like, yes, yes, yes. I've been waiting. Please. <laughs> I don't chase. I attract. It belongs to me. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much, babe. Thank you. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.